This is Aubrey from the So Wizard Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 408 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host this week, the expert, Mr. Mark, Mark Ellis Reagans. Talk to me, Goose. What's going on, everybody? And the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, is away on assignment this week. So in her place, we went right to the bench the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network and grabbed our boy from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, Mr. 8-Bit Ray. What, what would Aubrey say in this situation? I always like to come up with an Aubrey, like, uh, situational quote. Hi. No, that's not it. No. It's good to be alive. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> sound like you want to die immediately. Oh, oh okay. Hi. Well, thank you for being here, Ray, and you, the listener, are listening to So Is Your Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk some news, including some big trailers that dropped at Star Wars Celebration this past weekend. And then we've got our review, one of the biggest movies of the year. Tom Cruise is back in Top Gun, colon, Maverick. Before we get into all of that, Ape it, Ray, how the hell are you? We haven't heard from you in a while. I am doing just fine and dandy like candy, my friend. Just chilling, killing, and uh, guesting on different podcast episodes, you know, different shows, just trying to get my groove back, I guess you want to call it. I guess I'll just end up calling it my comeback tour, you know. But, no, it's it's going great. I mean, you know, not as tired and old as I used to be. I'm getting younger every day. I look it. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's all good. Awesome. Still streaming on Twitch regularly or no? Yes, I am. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes. Live on Twitch. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Great plug. (laughs) Great to hear it. We're glad to have you back. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Marcellus Reagans, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad we were able to take Ray away from uh, Superhero Speak for a week, unless uh, <laughs> for once, yeah. <laughs> unless you're gonna be on there this week too, because then that's gonna be uh, that's a lot of eight bit Ray for uh, for the public. Not to my knowledge, no. <laughs> uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I had a good Memorial Day. Went to see the the big movie, and uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I had a crazy wild Memorial Day weekend. It was packed full of stuff. Um, not like really crazy or anything, but, you know, oh. myself and uh, my wife went out on a date. Go on. I had to run all the regular errands that I would normally run on a weekend. Oh, we that's a, so hot. We had a cookout. <laughs> I went to watch uh, Top Gun. Uh, myself and my entire family binged all of Stranger Things season four in the span of two and a half days. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and I watched Obi-Wan last night too. So, uh, yeah, it's just been, a, it was a busy weekend. I had to get up this morning super early for work because Tuesday became my Monday, right. but it was still also Tuesday. So Tuesday is my long day, 
but it was merged with Monday, which is my early day. So it just became an early long day. <laughs> that sounds awful. It was pretty awful <laughs> when the alarm went off at uh, six thirty-five a.m. this morning. It was not. It was not a fun sound. Uh, much like the captions on on Stranger Things season four, it was like guttural snarling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You watch everything with the subs on, right, Joey? We do. We do. Yeah. Um, it just makes things easier, especially when we have air conditioning going and everything like that. Yeah. So we don't have to have the sound all the way up to like seventy-five on the TV. Um, and and because we're old, so but. <laughs> Enough about us. Let us talk a little bit more about us. Marcellus Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right. So everybody can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our Tee Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, so definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year-round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. That's for our buddy, Abe Ray, and thanks for helping us out. <laughs> Thank you. The <laughs> sound clip was just for me. Yeah, just for you. Uh, you, know um, what? you know what? Superhero Speaks going to have some competition. You guys keep on whining and dining me like this. I might have to, re- you know, join Aubrey every week. You guys and Aubrey every week. Well, we do appreciate you coming in. Um, we made the executive decision to not make Aubrey see Tom Cruise is Top Gun colon Maverick uh, because there's no way in hell it would have got anything above a zero from her because <laughs> she hates Tom Cruise that much. So <laughs> we need someone to give the movie a fair shake. But we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Marcellus Reagans, yeah. please drop the drop and let us discuss the news. <laughs> Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, we had a few trailers drop. Uh, the first one I wanted to talk about is a new action movie from the directors of probably some of the best MCU movies uh, that has ever come out. The Russo brothers are back in the action field with The Gray Man. Uh, this one stars Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, Anna DeArmas, Jessica Henwick is in there somewhere. So uh, this one is is going to be hitting the theaters for a limited release on July 15th and then Netflix uh, a week after that. So there's no excuse for you not to see it. 
The trailer looks action-packed. Uh, I was super on board for this, but what did you guys think? Let's start with our guest, 8-Bit Ray. I mean, I, I think it looked fine. I, I didn't see any real downside to it. I mean, the casting is great. It, it looked really action-packed. I mean, almost on the level of Michael Bay-ish, mm -hmm. if that's even a thing. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm always up for a thrill ride. So, yeah, perfect. You know, hit me with some more action. I feel like there's a lack of action these days. Everything is superheroes or, you know, Ridley Scott doing some artsy-fartsy bullshit. <laughs> so let, let's find that middle ground and just hit me with that action. I'm fine with it. Nice, nice. Uh, Joey, what about you, man? How would you feel about the trailer? Don't be watching those Ridley Scott movies on your phone, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I watch them on a tablet. <laughs> That's right. A very large tablet. <laughs> what did I think of this movie? Well, first off, Anna Diarmas and Jessica Henwick, Mark Ellis. Did my ears fail me? That's what I said, dude. I couldn't believe it when I saw the cast. I'm like, yes, let's go. <laughs> That's going to be me watching this movie at home alone with a box of Kleenex. Um, <laughs> that aside, uh, it looks cool, man. It looks it looks good. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a big, crazy action movie. Chris Evans with a mustache, a little weird, a little weird for me. It's still America's ass. That's right. <laughs> uh, I think uh, he seems like he's he's very excited to not play Captain America and not in a bad way. Not that he dislikes Captain America, but to do something else to spread his wings and maybe be the bad guy in something. Uh, Ryan Gosling, he's just like me um, in this movie. Uh, you know, he's a cool actor. Uh, not the biggest fan, but what's wrong with Gosling? I don't know. He hasn't really been in anything that I've liked, to be honest. That man, that man is beautiful. I'm sure yeah. he's he's wonderful. I mean, you didn't watch the Notebook. He was going to replace um, Chadwick Boseman in, in Black <laughs> Panther. Remember, Mark? Please stop spreading that rumor. That is, <laughs> that is not going to happen. I was about to ask for a link, but then I realized I'm an idiot. <laughs> just need, which need to you know celebrate diversity, Mark. I don't think that's quite the right way to do it, but we'll take notes. <laughs> we'll take your notes. Thank you. Um, I mean, it looks really cool. It looks really cool. A lot of big uh, action set pieces. Netflix spending the entire budget of like 15 TV shows they just canceled to make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, sorry, one day at a time, you're not getting another season, but we're getting a huge explosion <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> so, uh, it looks cool, man. It looks cool. I don't know anything about the plot. I, I try to like zone out a little bit the longer the trailer is i start to zone out because i don't want to spoil the movie for myself um especially something we're probably going to watch for the show um honestly schedule wise i don't know how it's going to work or shake out uh, i'm still figuring that out in my head but it's netflix so the ease of watching it is the big thing like it's not a huge ask to like plop an front of the tv even after work one night and check it out as opposed to the planning of having to be like okay i have to go to the theater i have to get my tickets i have to make sure i have time to get there get home do this do that plop it on the couch and watch something on netflix much easier i just hope it's better than like red notice you know that was uh, that was a pretty bad movie the, the russos have not done anything wrong so uh, i'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt i like the cast looks cool let's do it that being said i ha still haven't seen that other movie that they did with tom holland the uh the doc, not documentary, the drama, uh, Cherry. I heard, I, I heard, heard that a, was not good. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it had Tom Holland. Of course, it's not. <laughs> Fool this man. <laughs> we like our Peter Parker around here, Mister Tom Holland. You can keep him. You know, I don't know if I want to see this movie on a big screen because it is dropping uh, in theaters. 
uh, a week before it hits Netflix, or do I want to just wait a week and watch it on Netflix? I I don't know. What what do you guys think, Ray? I, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this, but theaters or Netflix for this one? Unless it is something epic, yeah. like say Empire Strikes Back comes back to the theater or something like that. I don't think that really anything needs to be on the theater anymore. I mean, we have, you know, 75 inch TVs at home. That's mm-hmm. essentially theater quality, especially for, you know, someone my age that grew up with a 18 inch and thought that was the greatest thing ever. Like it's never going to get any bigger than the floor model. <laughs> Wrong. But I mean, I would rather just watch it at home from the comfort of my couch and the AC, no people. Oh, I, I love it. I prefer not to see anything in the theater unless it's epic. Fair point. Fair point. Joey, what about you, Do Theater or Netflix? Well, generally, I'm the complete opposite of Ray. I love the theater. I love the theater experience. I, I've talked about it before on the podcast. I consider going to the movies sacred. Like, I love to go take my kids. Uh, we all go to see, like, for example, we went to see Doctor Strange, and it was an IMAX opening night, packs, packed theater. You know, we're, we just love the whole experience. Get there early. Watch the commercials and the newbie and the – previews and just the excitement of going to the theater. I love it, but there's two factors here for me. And one is that, uh, we go to the movies a lot, Mark. I don't know if you noticed. (laughs) Uh, I've been going to the movies a lot since before this podcast. So this is nothing new to me. Okay. Well, I go to the movies a lot because of this podcast and, uh, it's expensive. It's expensive. If I don't have to spend the money, right. Then I'm perfectly fine staying home. So something that's launching on Netflix uh, I'll stay home and watch it on Netflix. It's most things I'd prefer to go see in the movie theater, but for this specifically, I mean, it's a month where I'm already going to the movies twice. I have to go see Nope. I have to see Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Uh, I I'll just I'll save another ten bucks and stay home for this one. I don't want everything to be streaming. I'm not Ray. I don't want everything <laughs> streaming. I, I like going to the movies. I I love going to the movies, but every now and then it's nice to have a weekend where like The Gray Man comes out on Thursday. I can bang it out Friday night and then I'm done. <laughs> so like, sometimes it's nice. Like I've already finished stranger things. We're going to review that next week. I've got a week off from things. I absolutely have to watch on a timer. So it's a nice feeling. I hear you. I hear you. When I went to go see uh, the Adam project in the theaters, even though it was going to be on Netflix, like a week later, I'm like, I really want the theater experience for this movie, you know, cause they're, they're taking the effort to put it on the big screen and I have the time and, you know, the free ticket. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go watch it on the big screen. And as I'm watching, I'm like, I really could have just watched this at home. <laughs> this really wasn't worth the, the trip of me leaving the house. So uh, I don't know. For Gray Man, depending on what I see in the next trailer, because I'm sure there will be another one, uh, I think that uh, that would be my decision. If I have the time and I have a free free ticket, free movie ticket, I'll probably go check it out in the theaters. It's, uh, it's like a month away. So we got time, a month and a half away. All right, so the next trailer, uh, as Joey mentioned before, there was a big Star Wars celebration that just happened. Lucasfilm dropped a few trailers. Uh, the first one I wanted to talk about is Andor, uh, the one that has been, it feels like it's been in production for like five years now, uh, based on the character Cassian Andor from Rogue One. This one is a prequel. Uh, it looks like it's going to be down and dirty, gritty Star Wars worlds. Uh, I'm not really sure what the plot is. We already know what happens to the character at the end of Rogue One. So uh, there's not really a lot to root for, but I don't know. What did you guys think of the trailer? Let's start. Let's go back to Joey. Well, uh, you guys know how I feel about Star Wars. Uh, Pretty much all in for anything Star Wars, at least to give it a chance at this point. I don't think I'm 
still at the place I was, let's say, 15 years ago where, you know, I was ready to put my dick in a pencil sharpener over fucking Star Wars. Like, I didn't give a shit. Like, if it said Star Wars on it, just put it in my fucking veins. Um, but I'm willing still at the point where I'm willing to give anything a chance that says Star Wars. Uh, like you said, Mark, the fact that we already know the fate of the main character is why I just don't like prequel stuff. It has nothing, it's not even in specifically in Star Wars to say like Star Wars prequels, but like anything that's a prequel it's a hard watch for me because you know that no matter what happens in these two seasons, Andor has to be there for the start of Rogue One. Right. <laughs> How he gets to that point where he shows up in Rogue One, I guess, is the story. But no matter what happens, he's going to get to that point. So it does undermine a lot of the drama of the show. But uh, the trailer yeah, it, looks cool. I was going to say plot armor. Like right. it gives him a lot of plot armor. And, and he even joked about that at Celebration because they announced it was uh, renewed for a second season. He said he loves the show because he's guaranteed to not get killed <laughs> no matter what <laughs> happens in the plot. So he's always going to have a job. But it, it, it looks cool. I don't know. I feel like, man, I, I feel like I'm missing fun in Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> like, like just flat out fun. Like not like this just looks drab and like everyone's depressed and the empire's here and we all are dressed like bums and isn't it sad? Like, I don't know, man, like where's the fun in this? I thought you wanted like a dark and gritty star Wars, like the underworld stuff that's happens in star Wars. I do, but maybe like now I've had too much of it and I needed to go back (laughs) in the opposite direction or it needs to strike a balance. I think Mandalorian still has a little too less fun, but it still has a lot of cool in it, a lot of fun stuff in it. I mean, even just those episodes of Book of Boba Fett where they're basically the Mandalorian, like just something as silly as Luke and Grogu were walking in the woods and Luke would reach over with the force and lift him up over like obstacles in the way. Right. Uh, we we're just fucking rolling. But this doesn't look like it's going to have any sort of goofiness or fun to it whatsoever. This might be drab, kind of like everybody's banging on drums and is it depressing the empires here? So I, I need to see more than that. Uh, but I mean, I'm going to watch it either way. I just, I don't know. It just feels kind of drab. All right. Everybody's in brown coats. You know? <laughs> Jeez. Everybody's right. a Tuscan Raider now in star yeah. Wars. All right, Ray, what about you, man? Are you have any excitement for Andor? Uh-oh, not really. Not really. Uh, it's star Wars. It'll be fine. It, it, at least it'll hit that line of like book of Boba Fett where it was, entertaining to a point but uh, like you said you know where it's going you know what's going to happen in rogue one but you're still going to invest your time into a story like do you need that much background information on a character i mean it's, it's the total 300 effect mm-hmm. it's ridiculous like I, I don't know it's just doing a show based on a character that you know their fate is just dumb to me like, I, just, I, I just don't think anyone asked for this, you know? No. So for me, like the feel it much like with solo colon, a star Wars story, we were told they just had this amazing script. They couldn't not make the movie because the script was so amazing that we had to have this movie and it came out and it was, it was okay. You know, like to me, like somebody at Lucasfilm was sitting there saying, Oh my God, we have to make two seasons of Andor. we can't not make the show. It, it, it must happen. So, like, put it on the screen and show me why I needed this prequel to Rogue One. That, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. A lot of people really like Rogue One um, regarding the the Disney Star Wars movies. A lot of people think Rogue One is good. And a lot of the talent behind that one is coming back for this one. So, you know, it's like, oh, people like Rogue One. Give them more of that 
but the prequel version of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that was the thinking. And, you know, they spent $4 billion on Star Wars. They, they, they better make some of that money back. They better do something. They made it back already. Come on. Yeah, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't off Rise of Skywalker, but yeah, they made it back. <laughs> that was one weekend at Galactic Star Cruiser. It was pretty bad. <laughs> All right, so uh, Andor will be premiering on Disney Plus August 31st. So this It's already summer. on the schedule. Oh, boy. All right. All right, and then a the last bit of uh, Lucasfilm news. Uh, we got a trailer for the uh, another uh, movie that came out from a while ago, a legacy sequel, if you will, Willow. Uh, they made the announcement a while ago. They even had a little kind of uh, introduction of the cast that they did last year. But this time, we actually got to see the, the look of of the story, what it's going to look like. And uh, Warwick Davis is back as Willow. So, uh, yeah, let's see. What do we think about the trailer? Let's go back to Ray. The trailer for Willow. Who asked for this? Who was sitting around going, you know what we Warwick need? Davis. <laughs> yeah, well, Warwick's going to get – Warwick gets royalties from everything. Yep. I'm pretty sure he still gets a check from Return of the Jedi, playing an Ewok. I'm sure he gets Harry Potter checks. Leprechaun – I mean, that's, that's where he made his real money, let's be honest here, Caravan guys. Of, Caravan of courage. <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. He made all of his money from Leprechaun 4, and I'll defend that till I die. Mm-hmm. But, no, I mean, who who asked for a Willow trailer? Like, I know, it, I know it's a cult classic. I, I get it. It like there's a fan base for it, but most of the people that I see when I when I met Warwick Davis, they were there for Leprechaun stuff and Ewok stuff to get signed. Nobody had anything Willow, so I mean that was just my experience. But I don't know. It's just I I don't know who asked for it. It looks okay. Hmm. I'm not a Willow fan, so okay. it, it's really hard for me to judge without you know being too judgy. But I love Warwick. I'm glad he's getting a check. Yeah, he's hilarious. That that guy is freaking awesome. Joy, what about you, man? How did you feel about uh, finally getting some footage from the Willow show? Well, she was my favorite character on Buffy, but um, Allison Hannigan's looking rough these days uh, Uh, based on this trailer. I don't think that's the same Willow, but but fair fair point. Dark Willow Uh, for life. No, (laughs) she looked she looked great in Flora and Ulysses. Let's let's be real here. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, you know what? I saw Willow in the movie theater when it first came out. Of course. I cannot remember a goddamn thing about this movie. <laughs> Didn't the horse get stuck in the mud? That was never ending story. You sure? There was, was no Jack Black a bad guy in it and he fought like the San Diego chicken? Weren't there like witches no, that at was like a hotel? Three. Was it witches was at a hotel? Nathan Lane trying to a catch rat? a mouse in it? Yeah. That that's the movie, right? No, um, I don't remember anything about this movie. All right, <laughs> let's be real. The toys were horrible. Uh, they were like diecast, uh, unposable things from Tonka of all places. <laughs> so um, the combination of the movie being unremarkable and the toys being terrible, I, I don't remember anything about it. I remember the like barely two out of five Nintendo game for it mm. um, made by Capcom. But I just I don't remember anything about it. I have no pull to that story. I'm I think I need to sit down and watch it again because I remember some very minor things about it. Like what what is the iconic imagery of Willow? It's Warwick Davis. It's whatever the bad guy is with the skull mask, and it's Val Kilmer in armor. Oh yeah, <laughs> those are the three things. I don't remember anything else about it. Um, so we got the skull mask. We got Warwick Davis in this one. Unfortunately, Val Kilmer what, won't be down this, for breakfast. Was this the one with Tim Curry as the devil? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it sounds so familiar. This is the one where the guy had that 
thing he was throwing that had five points <laughs> on each. Five points and uh, you flew around and killed people. Yeah, that's it. Right. That, that's the movie. Right. Now you got it. Okay, perfect. Um, so I, I think I need to rewatch it. But I think the problem with this property is kind of the problem with a lot of bringing back a lot of older properties is that it's been done over and over and over and over and over again. So like this is basically a riff on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Yes. You know, it's a riff on Lord of the Rings, a riff on Wheel of Time. Lord of the Rings, since Willow came out, which was thought to be unfilmable at the time, um, it has now been absolutely classic movies. It's got a TV show coming out. Wheel of Time's come out with a successful TV show. Game of Thrones came out. So now instead of being this kind of neat niche thing that was this cool fantasy thing, it, it, it's been done a million times and probably better in the last 20, 30 years. So uh, I just, I just don't feel the pull towards it as a property. Obviously we'll review it on the show. We'll check it out. I need to rewatch the movie, but I, there's just nothing there for me, man. And like it, it just feels like reading a generic fantasy novel to me. There's just, just no pull there, man. I, I just, I feel nothing towards it. I, I will see this trailer and I'm like, I feel nothing. All right. Well, I got, you know, I did also saw it in the theaters. I went to go see it because, you know, it was from creator George Lucas and director right. Ron said, Howard. Right, said the correct words on the tr- on the poster. Right. So, you know, I went to see it. And, yeah, I, you know, it's one of those movies where I tried to enjoy it. I tried to find the good things out of it. But I can see where it was a failure. But, and I also read the first novel. Uh, George Lucas and Chris Claremont wrote three novels that were sequels to oh, Willow. Boy. And I read the first one, and that's about as far as I got. <laughs> Didn't go back for the second one at all. So, you know, as I'm watching a movie and I'm being disappointed, I'm like, there's good stuff there. The material is there. This just isn't a good movie. And then years later, Lord Lord of the Rings happened, Game of Thrones happened. You know, it's possible to make a good fantasy movie now. So instead of them remaking Willow and casting someone else, they're just going to make a sequel to it and give it the gravitas and the 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 big spectacle that it should have gotten back in 85 I want to say it came out 86 so yeah so I'm I'm all for it I'm I will rewatch Willow I know it's not that good but I'm very excited over the fact that Lucasfilm is going to say okay these are the these are the ingredients now we have the talent and the budget to actually do something good and I think it could be cool I think it could be very cool uh 1988 I had I am on IMDb right now looking it up because I don't remember this movie. <laughs> no way. Uh, okay. So Willow will be dropping on Disney Plus uh, November thirtieth, right at the end of the year. So uh, yeah, I am actually I'm excited for it. I think the trailer looks amazing. All right, and uh, like all Disney Plus things, I'm sure it'll be a weekly release. So we'll probably be reviewing it at some point in January. Uh, and that's it. That's all I got for the news. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back with our review of Top Gun Maverick. This summer, Plastic City Comic Con is back and better than ever. Meet some of your favorite comic artists, writers, and crafters and visit over 150 vendors of comics, toys, cards, anime, and video games from all over New England and beyond. Saturday, July 16th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Wallace Civic Center in Fitchburg, Mass. Admission is only $10. And as always, kids 12 and under are free. Visit us at PlasticCityComicCon.com for more information, and we'll see you at Plastic City. 
And we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to head out to the theaters and check out Top Gun Maverick, the sequel 36 years in the making with Tom Cruise as Maverick, who is also a Top Gun. (laughs) He's back in theaters. Uh, What more can be said at this point? Uh, Before we get into the actual movie, Mark, uh, Top Gun original movie, big fan or no? I wouldn't say a big fan, but when it came out, I was definitely like part of the uh, the cult that was like, "Oh, I love this movie." But you know, in the years passing, I'm like, "Yeah, it's just, it's it's all right." Ape Ray, I absolutely love Top Gun. Really? Yes. Uh, I saw it for the first time ever as a kid by accident. Uh, my dad had a tape that had three movies on it. Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, and for some odd reason, Top Gun. <laughs> nice. And the tape just kind of kept going and I was too lazy to get off the couch. Boom. Top gun blew my brain away. As soon as I heard, you know, in, you know, highway to the danger zone, I'm just like planes flying hot chicks. Oh my God. This movie is so me. Keep in mind. I'm six. Yeah. So, uh, top gun for me. Uh, I saw it, uh, when it came back in theaters for the anniversary, it was the take my breath away edition. Mm. (laughs) I still have the poster somewhere stored. It's, it's it's Top Gun, man. It's it's great. I, I absolutely love Top Gun. So this one had a lot to live up to for me. Interesting. Well, I, I think I might have talked about it on the show in the past, but I am not a big Top Gun fan. I watched it once when we rented it as a family. So it would have been probably 1987 when it came out on home video. And I just thought it was boring. Too much romance, too much talking, too much volleyball. Get back in the damn airplane. (laughs) So I was not a fan and I never watched it again until last week when I watched it to prepare for this very podcast, (laughs) Uh, as well as a uh, guest appearance coming up on Colt 45, where we reviewed Top Gun. Um, So I had not seen it almost real time with the sequel. So uh, n- I am not a big Top Gun fan and not a big uh, Tom Cruise fan. So that's where we're all coming from for this. So now you know where we're at in our Top Gun fandom. Mark, I think you should get a Top Gun hat. Why? I don't know. I could just see you walking around with a hat that says <laughs> Top Gun. You just show up to work with it on. Sure. Why not? Why not? So now you know where we stand on our fandom. Let's jump into the movie. As always, we're going to start with our non-spoiler impressions. So you'll know what we thought of the movie, but we're not going to spoil anything. Then Mark will drop the drop delineating spoilers. So you know if you haven't seen it, it's time to bounce. The rest of you stick around while we discuss it some more. But to get started, what did you think, non-spoiler, of Top Gun Maverick 8-Bit Ray? Is there really anything to spoil? Though I mean, really, I mean it's it's a pretty laid out movie. There's not there's not too many twists and turns in Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it's not like Maverick has a hidden son somewhere. You know, <laughs> I am your father. No, it's I don't know. I, I I liked it. I really I really enjoyed it. And that's saying that's coming from a big Top Gun fan. So Top Gun Maverick and man, I I did not go to, uh, I did not go to the theater to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> cue the cue the pirate music, uh, yo ho ho. Uh, and how I watched it is the audio was awful, and so I missed a little bit, and I couldn't get the subtitles to to sync up. So I missed a couple of words here and there, but uh, I got the gist of it. Yeah, uh, the action was great. I really enjoyed that. Um, Tom Cruise looks plastic. 
<laughs> he's almost 60, dude. <laughs> no way. Is he really? I think he's 59. Yeah. God, Scientology really takes a toll. Better get uh, some fucking Dianetics up in here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, the action. The I love that they did practical effects for a lot of the plane fighting. Like, there was no CG really involved in a lot of those uh, stunts that they did, and that's awesome. But, yeah, Tom Cruise is just Tom Cruise playing <laughs> Pete Mitchell. But <laughs> Pete Mitchell is not exactly a, a deep character. Well, <laughs> let, let's just let's just leave it at that you liked it. I adored it. All right. Well, you loved it. All right, Marcellus no, Reagan. No, no, no. You adored I, it. Sorry. I adored it. Uh, just to piggyback off your story of watching Top Gun, I didn't realize the original Top Gun is on Netflix. Because yeah. why in the hell would I look up Top Gun? Like, I don't want to fucking watch that. I didn't realize it was on Netflix. So when I had to watch Top Gun, I was like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? So I was able to find it on Fire Stick, but it had unremovable. There's nothing you could do to remove Spanish subtitles from. <laughs> they were like baked into the screen. So it was like Los Top Gun. <laughs> uh, that, that lines right up with La Momia. That's right. La Momia. <laughs> Tom Cruise and his Spanish subtitles. Well, Marcellus, what did you think? Non-spoiler of Top Gun Maverick. You know, I... I was not one of the people that was like, I need another Top Gun movie in my life. That was not me at all. Uh, but I will say this movie delivers on the the big, fun, action, 80s movie type of vibe. Uh, I thought it was really good. I actually really, really enjoyed it. All right. Well, uh, I got to tell you, as somebody who just said he didn't like Top Gun, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. Wow. Uh, very enjoyable, uh, easy, easy watch. Pretty much. It still has its issues and we'll get into that a little bit once we jump into spoilers, but I will say anytime they're in the airplanes and action is happening, it is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> it's legitimately like breathtaking, not just how cool it looks, but the movie making on display. <laughs> like They are really in those planes flying around. Yep. making a movie uh they're sitting in the back seat of the f-14 or whatever the hell airplane it is i don't think they've they even make a point in the movie that they don't use f-14s anymore so whatever they are um but th- you know they put you know tom cruise for example in the back and he's pretending to be flying and acting while some other guys up front like flying around all over the place and like <laughs> doing stuff like like that's fucking wild it is At his so, age it is so awesome to watch like just those scenes. If you could just cut those scenes into like a half an hour, it, it it is legitimately like amazing. Like I was blown away by the action scenes in the airplanes in this. I could not believe it. I know people have been hyping it up, and you're probably like me, and you're like Tom Cruise sucks. Yeah. Fuck Tom Cruise. You know, uh, it's gonna be stupid. It's not gonna be as cool as people say. And I was fuck. I could I had to pick my jaw off the floor. <laughs> I couldn't believe how cool those action scenes were. So even just for that worth the price of admission, I enjoyed myself watching this movie. So it sounds like we've got three people here telling you you need to go check it out. So if you haven't seen it yet, push pause, go see the movie and come on back because now we're going to spoil Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, Marcellus Reagans. Let's hear some things you liked about the movie. Uh, I liked that, you know, they, they figured out a way to make a legacy sequel and bring back the old characters, 
and have it be like a part of the story, not have it be like Top Gun, the next generation featuring appearance by some old guy that was in the original movie. Like <laughs> it, it actually, you know, it actually brings it up to, to the front. It's like, okay, is Maverick still going to be quote unquote Maverick at, at his age? And it turns out he is, he's still very much Maverick. And I really like that. Um, I thought the story was, was nice and simple. Um, I thought the, the whole thing about him and, and Goose's son, I thought, man, they're going to like milk this for like all of the stupid high drama that they can. And they didn't, they, they kind of held back a little bit. And I, I respected that. Um, and I, I, one of the things that I actually really love is that if you watch Top Gun, like the original 86 Top Gun, and then you watch this movie, the, if you watch like the first like five minutes, 10 minutes of the movie, you would think it's the same movie. Like <laughs> it looks exactly the same. When this movie started, I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Did they play the, the original one instead? And then I saw Miles Teller's name in the credits. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, that's good. Then you thought you were watching Fan Four Stick and you ran out of the <laughs> Good for him. Good for him for for you know making his way out of that that turd of a movie. Because I'm sure after he did that movie, he was like, all right, I'm done with big franchises. Fuck all of that. I'm doing all independent movies now. So glad to have him back. Uh, as you stated, Joey, the flying scenes are absolutely amazing. I was sure that there was going to be some CGI sequences in this movie like it's like there's no way they could do it all like practical um but yeah there except for like a few things you can kind of tell uh obviously they didn't really shoot missiles at the planes but other than that all of the flying sequences with the actors amazing um and jennifer connelly good lord um yep. my my pants were definitely met uh dance magic dancing <laughs> <laughs> all, all your career opportunities were coming true. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I thought the movie was good. I thought the 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 way that they built it up to the third act worked. And I thought the third act was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. Sweet. All right. Well, Ape It Ray, I know you were gushing earlier. Continue to gush. What did you like about the movie? I like that they didn't like you see Rooster, who is Goose's son in the in the trailer and you see and you think that the movie's going to kind of be based around their little drama. And, and like Mark said, it's not they they push it off as long as they possibly can. And then they finally have a moment and, you know, all is forgiven. You know, now we're we're teammates. You know, we're going to hijack this plane together. Like, you know, we're going to fly together. You're going to be my goose. You're going to, you know, <laughs> you're going to fly <laughs> and like. It built up throughout the whole story, but I liked that they kind of pushed it off. I, I thought I thought that was smart because you didn't want to like it's Top Gun. You, you're not coming for the relationship between Rooster and Maverick, right? You know, or, or even even that like Penny. Like I, I thought that was a joke at the beginning. I'm like, oh, she's not going to Jennifer Connelly. She's going to be here and there, and then she's gone. No, they have a relationship. I'm not sure that that daughter ain't his. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I loved it. Uh, wow. It's, it's Top Gun. You know, <laughs> I have a high standard for Top Gun. Mm-hmm. So this one, like I said, had a lot to live up to. And there were, we're, we're in spoilers, so I can talk about things like, no, no, I'm going to save it for things I didn't like. Yep. Don't, gonna, don't give I'm away the things that. you didn't like. Yeah. I'm going to save that because I'm going to shit all over that. But, uh, no, man, I, <sighs> Everything kind of it flew. It was easy to digest as a story, and I like that because anybody, if you hadn't seen the first Top Gun, you didn't really need to. 
it was very easy just to follow. You know, you have a whole new cast of characters and, mm. you know, you have your legacy characters and things like that. So it flowed together very well. It was very well put together, shot amazingly. The plane scenes, like Mark said, man, amazing. But they did not let Tom Cruise do the uh, the nine G's body couldn't take it. So they didn't let him do that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Tom Cruise wanted to do nine G's. Like, dude, you're an actor. Oh, I'm sure Shut he up. did. His he's a psycho. You know, he does all his own Mission Impossible stunts, breaking his leg, climbing up buildings, and all that. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't want to do nine G's and have a heart attack. You know, <laughs> he was just like Zenu, take the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it had a lot to live up to, and it surpassed my expectations. It's not the greatest thing. I've ever seen. I don't think that it's worthy of the box office records that it's setting, mm. but I'm glad that it is because okay. because it's it's Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you know, for me, things I liked, I'll, I'll be honest with you up front. I, I said right at the start here, I don't like the first one all that much. Um, and I think one of the issues with the first movie is it doesn't really have a plot like they they get a mission towards the end of the first movie, but it's never really explained very well. And then they complete the mission and everybody's happy, but the end, <laughs> like what, what just happened? Like I, I, I watched it less than a week ago. I could not tell you what their final mission at the end of Top Gun was, but this, this one uh, did a great job of laying out to you. This is what's happening. This is what we have to do. This is how we're going to accomplish it. Um, I, I think this movie is superior script wise to the original. Uh, I'll, I'll be right there with you because you could follow this movie from point A to point B and understand what was happening and why it was happening and what was going on. I do uh, greet you, Jennifer Connelly, uh, looking great. Uh, how many decades is this now we're going on, Mark, that she's been uh, top tier here? Uh, at Four. least three, maybe more. Four? Maybe Labyrinth. More. I was going to say, the 80s was 40 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she's looking great. Um, And uh, I didn't. De-aging. De-aging technology. It wasn't even de-aging technology for her or Tom Cruise. (laughs) They're just uh, superior genes, I guess. Um, Yeah. The plot was great. It was easy to understand. Uh, I really liked all of the cast, even the newer pilots. I really liked all of them. I liked Bob. I liked uh, what was the girl's name? Uh, Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix was great. I liked all the cast and they had a really diverse cast, which was great, but it never felt forced yes. ever. It never felt like the Burger King Kids Club showed up and then um, then all of a sudden the, the movie stops for 10 minutes while someone lectures you about how amazing China is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it never felt like that in the movie whatsoever. Um, so I really appreciated that. To me, that is the true awesomeness of a diverse cast in a movie is like it's all these awesome characters everybody looks different but they're all cool and we're like this is great this is great i don't feel like uh somebody's preaching to me or trying to sell tickets to to beijing so uh that was great again uh, we're gonna sound like a broken record but the action is just fucking phenomenal <laughs> I, I almost i didn't go see it in imax or anything like that um I actually, <laughs> neither of the kids wanted to see it. Uh, so I went to a matinee. I went to the first show of the day, 1030 a.m. <laughs> it was me and a bunch of really old people in yeah. the theater. 
and I had a tick uh, ticket uh, coupon from Fandango because we go. To, we just talked about we go to the movies so much. Um, I had a Fandango coupon, so it only cost me four bucks to go to the movies. I was pretty excited, but in retrospect, I wish I had gone to uh, IMAX or uh, 4D box theater. Yeah, <laughs> just, buddy, just to experience those action scenes because my God, those were amazing. And and like I said when we were talking about it before we jumped to the spoilers, it's just. It just felt like watching like next level filmmaking. It just it it felt that cool. It was great. Um, it's what I expect to feel when I watch Avatar two eventually. Just James Cameron taking it to another level. This felt like action filmmaking taken to another level. Will every movie be able to do this? Of course not. <laughs> Will Iron Eagle reboot do this? No. <laughs> but uh, it, the action scenes are worth the price of admission. So for me, awesome cast, really easy to understand, cool story. And amazing action scenes. But Marcellus Reagans, mm-hmm. what about things you didn't like about the movie? So this is kind of a, I didn't like, but I also liked it too. Kind of falls right in the middle. So when the original Top Gun came out in 86, uh, you know, the, one of the selling points, one of the taglines was like, it's like Star Wars, but real. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's, you know, it's a good way to sell a movie, whatever. And then I'm watching this movie and I'm like, wait, this is like legit, like Star Wars. Like, here's the trench. <laughs> here's the here's the, the the target that's like a little meter that you have to hit uh oh my god the robot part isn't working you have to you know talk to me talk to me dad you have to use the the force to like you know make the shot and you know right when you think our hero's about to die you know someone shows up and it's like all right we're all clear kid let's blow this thing and go home i'm like wait a minute i've seen this movie before this is star wars but that being said they disguised it really well because um, they told the entire movie, they tell you exactly what the what the plot is. So, you know, it's getting a lot of hype. The story, that part isn't that original, but I enjoyed it. Um, at least it was at least it was laid out. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you were able to follow from point A to point B what their mission was, what they were supposed to do. Was it the most original thing? No. <laughs> but I, I challenge anyone out there to like off the top of their head, tell me what the mission at the end of the first Top Gun was. <laughs> <laughs> To it blow was, up the MiGs. It was to protect one of those ships or something. I thought or something, right? And a horse in the mud, <laughs> right? Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention in likes. Now you said Iceman. I'm sorry, Mark, to stump all over you talking. Um, I liked that they were able to bring Val Kilmer back and work in his limitations without making it feel weird. Yes, yeah. The fact that he was able to stand up and like deliver some dialogue, I thought was really cool, and he looked pretty good. It was Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that, uh, again, I liked, but I didn't like is officer Hondo, who was like the character that was with Maverick on the clone uh, wars. That's not, wait, that's not Hondo. (laughs) Throw me off. Uh, he was with Maverick on the, when he was doing a test pilot thing in the very beginning. Right. So -hmm. then they ship Maverick off to top gun and then he's there too. And then there's this one scene where John Ham, John Ham, like looks at him and he's like, the "Fuck, are you doing here?" Like he doesn't say it, but he, you can you can kind of see it in his eyes. So I'm like, "Oh, okay, so this guy's just gonna follow Tom Cruise around." And then he's like the the coach on a volleyball team, and then he's like on a hanger, like with the nets. I'm like, this guy is fucking <laughs> everywhere, and I I love him as a character, but I'm like, does that work in the military where one character can be just like have all of these different jobs wherever Tom Cruise is? That's where. Is where he's going to pop up. I don't know. I, I, it just seemed a little odd to me. 
I, I don't know, and I highly doubt it is, Mark, but I will tell you the first thing I did when I got done watching the movie was to let Beat him Down from Colt 45 know <laughs> that there's a bald black guy with glasses in this movie. He can Photoshop himself over when he has to make videos. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I am looking forward to that. Uh, and the other thing, uh, again, uh, a like slash dislike, uh, no one died. Like, I got really emotional <laughs> with the goose scene in the first one. So I'm like, okay, one of these rookie kids is going to have to die. Uh, and also, they didn't really – the rookies were – the new top-of-the-top top list were good. Um, I wish there was a little bit more character development with them. Um, but that being said, I really thought one of them was going to die. I thought Bob was definitely dead. So, But they weren't rookies, Mark. They well, were all Top Gun graduates. Like, they weren't – they're seasoned veterans. Right. They're, they're veterans for Top Gun, but they're not – again, they're like, okay, so we're the best of the best. Who's going to teach us? Enter Maverick. So now they're rookies because he was like wiping a board with them uh, during the training. But and again, I thought one of them was going to die. None of them died, which is great. You know, you walk out of the theater feeling nice and happy. But I thought for sure we we're going to get that emotional like this one pilot just took it too far, didn't do enough. And that's why he paid the price. But they didn't. So, you know, whatever. Uh, and that's about OK. It. Well, uh, Ape and Ray, how about things you didn't like? I did not like that okay so we built up this whole movie with rooster and maverick and they have their little thing and they had their little scuffles but then at the end of the movie because tom cruise made one speed run down beggars canyon <laughs> they're best friends like he showed me he it can be done maybe my dad didn't die for a reason and then he sacri- Maverick sacrifices his plane and then rooster sacrifices his plane and then they're in a plane together and it's just it did not pay off like it just you went the whole movie being dicks. Well, he was being Rooster was being a dick to Maverick the whole movie for what y'all were just instantly best friends just made no sense to me. I think they he wanted to be friends with him. He just needed to let go. Just like Val Kilmer said, you have to let go. <laughs> he didn't say let's go. He typed it. He, he Stephen <laughs> he Hawking fucking that talk. <sighs> Excuses. Boo. <laughs> You know, I will. I, I'm going to disagree a little bit with you. I yes, they did kind of like butt heads through all of it, and yes, they did kind of wind up, you know, being buddies in the plane or whatever. But I think all of that pays off when Rooster delivers the line. You know, when Tom Cruise is like, "Thank you for saving my life," and he's like, "That's what my dad would have done." Like that line covers everything else that happened before that. That was the that was the the cherry on top of it all. Okay, I'll take that. But uh, what else I didn't like the the soundtrack. It, this is Top Gun, man. Get Kenny Loggins. What is he doing right now? <laughs> Besides putting out greatest hits albums of all three of his hits. Honestly. Okay, so what did he do? He did Fight to Survive for, what was that, Bloodsport? <laughs> baby's a big Kenny Loggins fan. <laughs> right. <laughs> baby's like, fuck you. <laughs> Think you're sleeping tonight, buddy? Or take man. Kenny Loggins' name out your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> So Kenny Loggins, I don't, I'm not even sure he did the Bloodsport soundtrack. I'm, I might just be shitting that out. But I mean, you know, the soundtrack sucked. You got Lady fucking Gaga. You got Lady Gaga on a Top Gun action-packed aerial assault. Lady Gaga. Hey, this hey. is not Bond. Okay, <laughs> this is not the opening credits of a Bond film where she's singing her heart out. Nah, this is Top Gun, baby. Highway to the Danger Zone. But your soundtrack sucked. You had ZZ Top in there. And then that was a, that was the only good song. The first Top Gun soundtrack. I own that album 
one CD. It's somewhere in my car, somewhere buried, but it's there because it's that good. I can go on Apple Music or whatever and listen to it. And I do frequently, you know, playing with the boys, you know, Highway to the Danger Zone, just the Top Gun theme. The Top Gun theme, guys, was so great that it was in Guitar Hero 3. (laughs) Come on. It's so great. But they really dropped the ball on this shitty soundtrack. And don't get me wrong. I like Lady Gaga for what she is, but not for a Top Gun movie. So boo on that. I'll just play the old Top Gun soundtrack in my earphones whenever the song plays in that movie from now on. Well, I have to say, dude, when I I went to see this movie, I'm like, I wonder it's – 2022 how are they gonna fit danger zone into a movie in 2022 like what who's gonna like accidentally hit the jukebox and the song plays like how are they gonna fit it in and top gun is like we're just gonna fucking play it (laughs) we don't don't give a shit (laughs) right off the jump yep (laughs) they're just getting it out of the way at that point like all right everybody knows why they're here they're here for kenny Loggins and maverick Exactly. Let's play the song, get it out the way, and then introduce this rooster bullshit. Is that it? Is that all that you disliked about the movie? Did I cover Val? I covered the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, I wish they would have done something more with Bob. Like, give me give me a Bob gun. Give me a Bob <laughs> story. You know how Andor gets his own show and all that? I want I want a Bob show. That's what I want. Coming to Paramount Plus 2023, Bob gun. Yes, and I will watch it. High definition, 4K. <laughs> No Only problem. You watch it. Only you will watch it. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm going to echo what Ray has to say here uh, to one extent. Uh, do not disparage Kenny Loggins on the show, the patron saint of movie soundtracks uh, with an illustrious career, which we will be ranking on Patreon this month. <laughs> all his movie songs, including the greatest slow song of all time. Meet me halfway. The love theme from over the top. <laughs> That was Kenny Loggins. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's amazing. You will never have a more romantic time watching arm wrestling, let me tell you. Oh, wait. Hold on. I got one more bad thing. Oh, no. One more bad thing. We didn't get the uh, silhouette sex scene with the cherries and the ice cubes and the belly buttons. You know, the one Hot Shots part do made fun of? Oh, God. Or Hot Shots, not do. That's but why. Hot Shots. Yeah. We didn't get any of that sex scene. It was just like, okay, they're in a bed together. Smash. That's it. I, I was actually happy about that. I didn't want to watch some creepy extended 80s sex scene. So so that is a, a positive for me. Even though it's a, a negative for you. But, it's a huge negative for me. Uh, I will agree with you on the soundtrack. We got Danger Zone, I think, once. Yeah, uh, not even that long. It was like maybe right. a minute. Yeah, it wasn't even the full song. We got Danger Zone once. Uh, no Take My Breath Away? No. What kind of soundtrack is this? Guy? No Playing With The Boys? Oh my God. Nope. Go, go watch the first one for that shit. But those are iconic songs. Like it, it would be like watching uh, the new Star Wars movies, and there's no you know, fucking Imperial March or anything. I, no, no karaoke in the bar. I seriously doubt that someone was like crying for "Take My Breath Away" part two in uh, me, Top me, Gun Maverick. I, me, I was Mark. I was. We were. We, you're alone on that yeah, island, Mark. You'll take Lady Gaga and like it. Shut up. Take My Breath Away was so iconic when it came back to the theaters. It was the Take My Breath Away edition. (laughs) I could not tell you anything about that Lady Gaga song. If if you walked in my house right now and put a gun to my head and said, hey, just hum me the Lady Gaga song from (laughs) Top Gun, Colin Maverick, 
uh, and I'll, I'll save you and your family. I would just be like, you're gonna have to pull the fucking trigger, dude. Cause I, I don't even know what it is. I couldn't tell you what it is right now. Good night. It was, it was at the very end when they're in the uh, propeller plane and they're couldn't, doing the flip and the, in the nope. sunset and all that. That's the lady Gaga. Song. Couldn't even hum you the hook, but you know what I can sing? You know what I can sing? That was it, right? I could sing, take my breath away for you. If you, you want, you didn't even like top gun and you're crying over the song. <laughs> I'm just saying like, if we're, if we're going to have an eighties throwback, then have the fucking eighties songs Fuck in there. That dude, you get danger zone and you like it. Shut up. That's enough. <laughs> That's it. You get danger zone, ZZ top. And then at least was, had was playing like... with the boys when they were playing football. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even volleyball this time. It was fine. That scene was fine. I'm just saying like it needed fucking playing with the boys. You know how many people... that, that scene was all for the ladies. Let's be honest here. There, that was like ab central. And then you see Phoenix in her tank top or not <laughs> tank top, like, just like her like sports bra or whatever. They're like, this ain't that kind of movie, kid. <laughs> but you got all the dudes in there flexing, Ow! you know, just abs and, and busty butts everywhere. It's crazy. Are Pike really we, in that good of shape? Why couldn't we find even a cameo from the girl from the first movie in this? Kelly McGinnis? Yeah. She wasn't coming back for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> she unlike tom cruise did not age that well no i know she's even said in interviews she's not coming back because she's old and fat but they That's couldn't fine. put she her on, have a desk job or something i was gonna say they couldn't put her on the uh mark hamill force awakens diet and, and get her a couple scenes here like everyone comes back in this hey. movie and why, except why her couldn't, why couldn't we get like viper or um well, well oh, da, 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 da. sundown uh, michael ironside back Right, Michael They're Irons still alive. Still around. They need a paycheck. Come on. I'm I'm just saying, if you can get Val Kilmer, who has throat cancer and can barely speak, to come back and be a, a legitimate part of this movie, you couldn't find thirty seconds for her in the movie. <laughs> no, because if you bring her back, you automatically got to bring back the neon blue love scene. Oh <laughs> no! Excuse shit, and nobody I'm wants to see that. <laughs> well, maybe if you it. see her. You also are taken out of the movie because you realize how old Tom Cruise really is. Ah, uh, that's right. That's right. They have to go younger, man. That's how Hollywood works. Right. Because in theory, he's not supposed to be playing his age in this. So, right. you know. No, they would have forced him into retirement at that point. Right. So, I mean, I just it just felt a little icky. Not in a not in a super bad way, but just like, come on, man. You couldn't find any way to stick her in this movie somehow, some way when like everybody else is coming bar. back. You know? She wasn't you know? even that big of a part of the first movie, dude. You, she's on the fucking poster, <laughs> Mark. Because she's, she's the, a love interest. Oh, my God. She's the one that keeps Maverick on the straight and narrow. When Goose dies, man, she's there oh. for him. She's the reason the movie's boring because it's mostly about her and Tom Cruise. <laughs> God damn it, Mark. Great balls of fire. I'm telling you, dude, if you really think that her and Maverick had a a, a, a nice booming relationship where they get back together 30 something years later, no fucking way. Oh, oh OK, her. OK, OK. But Penny Benjamin can a one night brought her admiral's daughter. It was a one off joke that they brought her back and made a full character and a story arc. I'm I'm all about it. The Penny Joke oh. in the first movie is hilarious. Well, I'm just saying they could have brought her and Meg Ryan back. Yes. To kind of be Ryan, like, what's Meg uh, Ryan doing? Like a message for the audience. Like, beware the ravages of age. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise looks fucking great. You know how many copies of Dianetics they would have sold on the way out of the theater if they put Tom Cruise next to those two in the movie? <laughs> All right. So just wait until uh, give, Meg- give me that fucking contract for the boat for 20,000 years. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> They, I'm ready, Elron. Come when on, they make the uh, make the reboot and and uh, Meg Ryan and Kelly McGinnis are like in a plane flying. 
<laughs> then you gotta you gotta get your wishes. I hope so. If they crash, uh, <laughs> Meg Ryan's lips will save them. So. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, those are really nitpicky things. Um, it would have been nice to see her in the movie. The soundtrack was not. I wasn't really feeling it. Well, technically um, she was, though, Joey. She was in a picture. Technically right. that counts, man. That's that's called the Hicks effect. That's right. I'm sure she didn't get paid as well as Michael Bean did for Alien 3. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I think having just watched the most recent Top Gun, just to come back to the soundtrack, there's a lot of, like, electric guitar. Yes. <laughs> It's very 80s, and I was kind of hoping for that, and I appreciate that they didn't have it on one hand because it wanted to be a more current times movie. But, man, like I, I just missed some of the 80s soundtrack to it. So, And that's really nitpicky, but those are really the only things I didn't like about the movie. For the most part, it's pretty enjoyable. I think um, a lot of the problems I do have with it go back to things I had problems with the original one where I just want airplanes the whole time. <laughs> I just want them flying in the airplanes, dogfighting the whole time. And I don't care at all about who Maverick's dating in any way, shape or form. Is that why you prefer Iron Eagle? It is. It is because Iron Eagle is uh, pretty amazing. So, but all of that being said, we must score the movie. So zero to five, five being the best, zero being the worst. Markellis Reagans, what do you have for Top Gun Maverick? I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a 4.5. I know. I want to give it a 4, but like the the technical aspects of it outweighs the small story parts of it. And the fact that it plays so well uh, with a crowd in a theater, I don't know. I think just that element alone, I, I think it's a, it's a 4.5. Wow. 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast. What do you got for Top Gun Maverick? I'm going to give it a 4.276. Come on. Get <laughs> a real score. Uh, I will go with a, I'm going to say a four. It is straight up four out of five. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I really didn't want to enjoy it, but I've learned in my old age that you just can't hold things on a pedestal anymore. Like I, <laughs> I learned that so many times from like remakes and things like that. Like it'll never touch the original. Well, I'm just letting it go, man. It's a sequel. 30 years later, just just let it be. It is what it is. But uh, honestly, I was blown away by it. The action, the third, the third act of this movie is well worth the price of admission alone. And I recommend anybody see it. I hope that it wouldn't have the same effect that the original Top Gun had and made people join the Air Force because Top Gun really isn't like that. Well, I was just going to say, if I was a kid and watched this, I would have been in the fucking line to at the recruiting office the next morning. That was the problem with the first movie. They had that problem, and then people got in there, and they're like, yeah, it's not really like that movie. And then they're like, oh, shit, well, I'm dropping out then. Well, you get to fly <laughs> F- F-14s at least, you know. So. Yeah, but I mean, you know, the callbacks were really nice. Jennifer Connelly looked great. Soundtrack sucked. I can let that go because, I mean, what are you going to do, put Post Malone in Top Gun <laughs> soundtrack, <laughs> uh, just just let it go, Ray. Just he's he's go. very busy. He just did the Rescue Rangers theme. Okay, well that oh that's fine then. All uh, right, well four out of five for you. Yeah, my friend. Uh, man, this is a tough one for me because I don't like the first one at all, and 
I don't know, I, but th- th- we've been talking here about Top Gun, and you're over here defending it against Mark. I know. The um, soundtrack, the love interest. You seem to have a love mm, for Top Gun. You are in denial because you love Iron Eagle so much. No, I just, you know, just recently watched it, so it's at the front of my frontal lobe, I guess. Um, but I gotta be honest with you, I was not expecting to like this movie that much, um, despite all the rumors and conjecture I'd heard about the action scenes. I just was not expecting to really enjoy this. I, I almost was going to be like, Mark, you got to find two guest hosts for this. Week. <laughs> it's going to be that bad. Um, but I got to be honest with you that I was blown away by the action in this movie and how enjoyable it was to watch. Uh, I, I'm at a four out of five, man. Yeah. I'm at a four out of five, even, even how much I don't like Tom Cruise and even how much I could care less about the romance parts. God Damn, are those action scenes amazing and 100% worth seeing the movie and seeing it either on the biggest TV you got in the house eventually or uh, on the biggest screen you could find in the in the town. So I, I am four out of five, man. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, pretty enjoyable time at the movies. I got to be honest with you. So it sounds like we all liked it. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you thought. And now we are going to wrap it up before we tap it up. And we're going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. 8-Bit Ray, tell everyone where they can find you and your stuff. And give us a recommendation for the listeners. You can find the Gorilla Brain Podcast on any podcasting app that's out there. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Gorilla Brain Pod. Instagram at Gorilla Brain Podcast. Uh, catch me on Twitch uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I play a lot of weird stuff. Uh, I'm going to be playing Tekken this and a couple other things but um yeah besides that uh you can archive any of my old episodes uh new ones are coming there's four in the stack it's coming uh and uh yeah so just get ready for that uh i'll be on a couple other shows for the remainder of the month and uh so yeah look for me there um yeah that's about it uh do i get my recommendation yes we want to hear it Get the Top Gun soundtrack, go to your car, cruise around at about, I don't know, 100 to 115 cranking danger zone. That is my recommendation that will make the world a better place for you and everyone around you, just not on the highway. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming by and hanging out with us. We greatly appreciate hey, it. Hey, man, Ma- you guys take my breath away every time. <laughs> we, except not in the sequel. Uh, <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagans, how about you? Uh, yeah, Ray, thanks for coming to uh, playing with the boys. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, also, I want to say, uh, I, well, I want to recommend a show that is getting a little bit of not backlash, but there's there's chatter on the internet over it. Uh, the new Obi Wan show, Ooh, uh, yes. Disney Plus. This show so far, I know we're only a couple episodes in uh, as we record this, but this is like what I wanted as a kid. I think it's fantastic, and it it gives me back that super love that I had for Star Wars as a kid. So if you haven't been checking it out, Obi Wan on Disney Plus. Awesome. Well. I will uh, suggest that you guys go check out SoWizardPodcast.com where you'll find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. 
check out our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com backslash so is your podcast. There are hours of free exclusive content there. Tons of interviews, unboxings, trailer reactions, lots of supplemental content to the podcast. And it's all free. So go check it out. Of course, uh, not free, but if you want to support the show, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash so is your podcast. Monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. Like we said earlier this month, myself, Aubrey, and Markellis will be ranking Kenny Loggins' movie soundtrack songs only on Patreon. So come check it out with us and more. Uh, I will agree with Mark. I watched the first two episodes of Obi-Wan and I am in. Uh, I thought the first episode was a little slow. Uh, there was a really weird chase scene that seemed like it was right out of Power Rangers, but, uh, you know, uh, second episode really picked up for me. I really liked it. I really like, I know I was getting a ton of backlash on the internet, but the, uh, the Inquisitor, the girl Inquisitor. Oh yeah. Raven? Raven? Is that her name? Reva. Reva. Seems pretty badass to me. I'm not sure what the complaint is here. So, uh, I'm enjoying the show and I would say, check it out. We'll be reviewing that eventually on the podcast. Uh, I would definitely say check out Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1 on Netflix, because uh, that's what we're going to be reviewing next week on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I would agree with Ray. Why don't you grab yourself the Top Gun soundtrack and uh, put the windows down and just tear it up on the highway. Don't get any speeding tickets, but, you know, danger zone blasting, riding like 100 and something miles down the highway, you should do it up. I think you should do it up, but... That is it. That is going to do it for episode number 408 of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts from the Gorilla Brain podcast, Mr. 8-Bit Ray. Thank you guys for having me. It's always a pleasure. And you know what? You know what? You guys made me feel so welcome. I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell superheroes speak, you know, if they need me. Uh-uh, I'm doing so wizard. <laughs> awesome. Well, don't give us any one-star reviews. And uh, Markellis Reagans, the expert. Yeah, no matter how good this movie is, Aubrey is still going to give it a zero out of five. <laughs> that is true. Everybody, have a good week and Wakanda forever. That's right, guys. We'll see you next week. We will be reviewing Stranger Things, season four, part one. Good journey. <laughs>